Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And guess what, y'all? We are in the latter portion of October 2019, and good God, there's a lot of tennis going on, Bryce. I mean, how many tournaments did we have last week? Like 50? I know. (laughs) But I tell you what, all of these players are trying to make their final push mm-hmm. for the year-end championships. They try and, to get there. And uh, it's been exciting to watch. It has been, man. I mean, just all the different storylines, some folks showing up, some people choking it out. <laughs> <laughs> it is all extremely interesting. And you know we're going to see a whole lot more of it as well. I mean, this week, as, as far as the men go, this week as well as next week will tell a lot of tales as it relates to that seventh and eighth spot. Right. That That Paris Open is going to be huge. The final Mm -hmm. Masters Series tournament of the year. Yes. And um, if, you know, you have somebody unexpected that does well, Mm -hmm. it can really throw a wrench into things for those last couple of spots. Absolutely. I mean, talk about that. It's like the Jack Sox syndrome, as I call it. Because remember that year that he made it? I remember. He was was like, what, number 20 or 17 or something? And he ended up having a good showing the week before Paris and then went into Paris and won. It was like... I'm in the top eight. Right. I was so surprised he won that tournament. Man, I think he was so <laughs> I think Jack was surprised. A whole bunch of folk was surprised. So it's possible, man. There's a lot of folks that could potentially sneak into that seventh and eighth spot. I, right. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But, hey, that's why that's why these next couple weeks will be pretty fun. Pretty good. Yeah, so, you know, speaking of some people sneaking in, right. we had a couple of tournaments last week on the women's side. Yes, yes. And the first one I want to start off with is the Kremlin Cup. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that tournament was very important is yeah. Belinda Bencic ended up winning. Yes. And who, who did we predict was going to win that tournament? I, I think we said Bencic. I think we did. I, I mean, most definitely you said Bencic. Not, 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 not trying to <laughs> brag or nothing, but, you know. Uh, Anyway, mm-hmm. winning that tournament was good because she ended up knocking Serena Williams out of the eighth spot for the final spot in the women's championship year and championship. Absolutely. Well, she did a couple things. So she she knocked out Serena, and unfortunately, someone who succumbed to that under pressure <laughs> would be that Kiki Burdens because yeah. Kiki had a shot. She, she had did. a shot to grab that spot and unfortunately she got kicked out of there in the quarter by Milodinovich. Um, <laughs> she was like, mm, anybody scared of you? And uh, she was like, go on, get someplace. So she beat her out and then Benches jumped up on Milodinovich and made the final and like I said, got her a tournament win and got into the Elite Eight for the WTA. Yeah. And I tell you what, hmm. that Elite Eight, I know they're trying to make the, uh, the title all nice and stuff, but knowing that's the consolation tournament <laughs> for the people that didn't make the year in. I right? know, poor Kiki. So yeah, Kiki got relegated to that that tournament, and Belinda is actually in the the the, the big eight, Ooh. if you will. So good good for you, Belinda. Yeah, congratulations, Belinda. Yeah, you go ahead and do your thing. Now I tell you who said they weren't gonna be beat up by no more teenagers this week, <laughs> and that was. Elena Ostapenko. Listen. If, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, if you will remember, uh-huh. last week, the week before last, mm-hmm. uh, Ostapenko lost in the finals to Coco Golf. Yes, she did. Well, this week, in the first round, she played Coco's partner, mm-hmm. uh, 
Katie McNally, yeah. and she took her out seven five seven six and said, "I'm not going down she, that road she's again." She's like, "We are not doing this again. We're not playing that record again, yo." Yeah. <laughs> and then proceeded to kind of show out because she took the top seed out in the second round with Elise Mertens, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, ran through the quarter semis. <laughs> she didn't blink in the semis against Blinkova. <laughs> right. Blinkova, you know I love your name, girl. I don't even know who you are, but I love your name. <laughs> and then she got into the final where she played uh, Julia Gerges. Right. And hey, man, Julia Gerges is not someone to you know to 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 set aside and she got up in there and was like um apparently you look hungry (laughs) (laughs) so here's some bread for you yeah beat her six four six one my goodness that was uh, but you know way to rebound Uh, that's right you know and that's how you do it and the thing that was crazy to me bryce and i don't know if you knew this but apparently Ostapenko is being uh, trained by um what's what's the French girl name that won the uh, uh, won Wimbledon? Uh, Marion Bartoli. Marion Bartoli. What? <laughs> now come on, Bryce. Let let's let's. Come on now, Marion Bartoli was a little bit, a little strong. She, she's a little special. She's a little, a little special. special her there. and her papa, right. and then she then came out and joined the coaching ranks, and she coached Ostapenko, who ain't got everything wrapped too tight anyway. Did you so. hear? Did you hear? Apparently, uh, Bartoli had a huge crush on Jack Sot. Shut up. I, nope, didn't hear that story. Oh, well, okay. there you go. Right. So once again, crazy on crazy. So Yelena, <laughs> congratulations, Jelena, on getting that title. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you will round it out and show out next year. Right. There so goes. at that same tournament, the Luxembourg Open, yes. although Katie and Coco lost in the first round of yep. their singles matches, yep. they actually won the doubles Tournament. There you go. And I mean, you know, they, they struggled a little bit in their first round match, mm-hmm. but uh, they then took out the number four seed. Yep. 6464. Uh, six, four. Once again, blink they, over. Right. <laughs> they took out the number one seed, 6264. Mm-hmm. Six, mm-hmm. And they took out the number two seeds in the final, 6262. Six, Look, that whole conversation we had yep. about them being in contention of playing in the Olympics as a doubles as a team. Doubles team. You you have to take that seriously. They, you have to absolutely take it seriously because they're getting results. They are mm-hmm. winning. I mean, literally, they might go into 2020 with actually a pretty, pretty, pretty strong ranking. Right. If, you know, in the doubles. So I think so. That's impressive. So, Katie and Coco, congratulations, ladies. Good yeah. job. Yes. Yes. So, as for the men last mm-hmm. week, yeah. we had some very important wins. I, I, I would say so. Yeah. And good. so the first one in the Kremlin Cup, yeah. uh, we had Rublev yeah. actually win uh, beating Menorino. Exactly. And, and you know what? I, like I told you, I enjoy Rublev. I like his game. I like that he's, you know, just this unassuming, <laughs> skinny kid for the most part. Right. But he's getting it done, man. And and like I said, he showed out as well. He was looking across the net and was like, hey, Adrian, you look hungry too. And I'm going to go ahead and feed you this bagel up in this final and take me a title. And there you have it. Right, yeah, yeah. He took about 6-4, in the finals, and that was... That was a really good win. Yeah, yeah. So kudos, Andre. Good job. Clean up that mop. (laughs) Right. You know, we're going to get you some hairstyling tips. But uh, as far as your game goes, pretty damn tight. Pretty good. Yes, sir. And then we had a first-time winner on the tour. Right. Uh, Our boy up from Canada, Dennis Shapovalov. How about that? I mean, man, and, and what's funny, Bryce, when they mentioned it, I was like, he ain't won a tournament yet? 
I know. Because he has showed out so much last right. year that I literally thought he had won a tournament. Right. So the fact that he hadn't was actually, that that was kind of shocking. But kudos for him getting through that draw and just working it out, you know? Right. Just straight sets, just boom, 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 go on, get it done. And speaking of working it out, I'm sorry, Ivan. I cannot stop thinking about that Taco Bell. <laughs> Don't get <laughs> when we get done taping this episode. Oh, it's calling my name. You are insane, dude. I tell you what, you are cray to the cray. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, back to the tennis, though. <laughs> Congratulations, Dennis! <laughs> Wonderful your, work on your first win. Get your title on, <laughs> right on, Felix. You better use that as an example, man. Get your get your title. You've been in like four or five finals. You need to get that done. Anyway. Right. Well, who didn't win mm. their first title this weekend? But it was a great win. On, on the start of a wonderful comeback, we're hoping, yeah. at the European Open, yeah. we had an old-school final. We had Andy Murray against Stan Wawrinka. How was good was that? Man, Bryce, that was incredible because, you know, they've always sort of gone back and forth with the mm-hmm. whole big four, big five. Right. Stan and, and Andy have always sort of been those cornerstones of the big four, if you will. Right. And, I mean, the fact that they met up in a final at this point in their careers yep. where both of them have been coming back from injury. Because don't forget, Stan was out for that period of time with his yes, injury. absolutely. And not really knowing if he was going to come back. So the fact that they both came back, made a final, again, 11-8 and eight head-to-head, mm-hmm. which is very close. So yep. they've had competitive matches in the past. I mean, it was, it was just incredible for me, the fact that they got in the final. And you know what? Andy Murray pulled it out. I didn't think he was, if I'm yeah. being very honest with you, because Stan looked good that first set. He, he did. took that first set 6-3, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, Stan looked like he's going to run with it. And what's kind of funny is you realize that Stan's coach is uh, Andy's former coach in Danny oh, Valverde. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and Danny Valverde has coached a couple people. He coached Dimit- uh, uh, Dimitrov, and mm-hmm. I forget who else he coached. But literally, he's done coached people, and, and he still has not gotten a victory over Andy Murray with any <laughs> of those people. And Andy Murray was like, no, you're not going to get a victory today. <laughs> and he took that title, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, i tell you what. I, I was watching that match, yeah. and it's so funny because uh, Ravrinka and Murray for me are two players I really like. Yeah, I never vote for them against like my favorites. I like right. not against the Federer, right. not right. against Sanga right. or right. Pui or one of them. Right. But you know, I typically vote for them over like Djokovic, yep. over Nadal, yep. over that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, they're very similar in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wanted. Murray to win this. I thought right. it was more important for this to be a good shot in his arm. Barbrinko's mm-hmm. had some really good wins um, th- now that he's been back already, and I think he's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. But um, I was very happy to see Andy win, and he was clearly very emotional there at the end. Right? Um, Who knew Andy Murray was all like Federer? All them tears. I know, <laughs> I know. But uh, no, that was that was excellent, uh, yeah. and it was a very good match to watch. Too. It, it was, I mean, competitive from start to finish, and and that's what you would expect from Grand Slam champions and yes. future Hall of Famers. That's Absolutely. exactly what you would expect. So, right. you know, Stan, kudos for making making another final and on your recovery. But Andy Murray, congratulations, my friend. That is incredible to go from yes. not knowing you're going to play again ever right. to being able to come back and now win a singles title. Incredible. Good job, my man. Good job. 
Now, speaking of the men's tour for this week, yeah. our um, first match we have is, or excuse me, the first tournament we have mm-hmm. is the Earth Bank Open in Vienna, Austria. So, yes. you know when we're in Austria, you know who's going to be there. Yes, you know. <laughs> Come on now. Dominic team is like, look, I'm at home. I'm about to show up. Right. Yes, sir. Well, we have, as our seeded players for the week, mm-hmm. uh, team is the top seed, mm-hmm. Hatching off the second seed, Berrettini third, Monfils fourth, Schwartzman fifth, uh, FAA sixth, Pela seventh, and Court eighth. Yes. Now, I was very disappointed to see that a wild card in this tournament, mm-hmm. my boy, Joe Willie Songa yeah. had to face team in the first round. And that's just a tough matchup. And, and Willie went out 6-4, 7-6. But it looked like it was a good match. Absolutely. So, yeah, anytime Songa's playing, he's not going to be an easy out. So, sorry that he got with team. But, you know, I think he'll bounce back, though. Right. He'll bounce back. Especially so, he's won Paris before. He, so, next week, yeah. he'll get in. The, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he'll get a wild card because it's in oh, France. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, hopefully, he'll have a kind enough draw where he can kind of show out and, I, and really do some things. Because I want Willie to get, you know, his ranking tight so that right. when he gets, you know, 2020 Australian, he won't have to hopefully face some of these big names in the right. early rounds. So, I agree. Yeah. Now, um, as we've been stating, you know, there's this push for the year-end championship. So yes. we have a couple of people here in the tournament mm-hmm. that, you know, these are some critical points as they're going into the last week of the tournament uh, for next week. That's right. Uh, who do you think is going to make the semifinals for the Erst Bank Open? Yeah, so, so you know, I, I, I definitely feel like Dominique is going to be very comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he went off and played some clay tournament in Austria before right. he joined the hard court. So he went from grass to clay to hard, which was really ridiculous. But he won that tournament he, in his he home sure country. Did. Yeah. So that tells me he is extremely comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Dominique team will make the semis. I actually have a little bit of a long shot. And I know that I am kind of, you know, once again going with my sentimental favorite versus the logical favorite. But I actually have uh, Grigor Dimitrov making the semifinal. I think that he's going to play Berrettini in the next oh. round, and I think a little bit of that pressure is going to come up. And I, I just think that he's going to end up uh, uh, getting past Berrettini. And, and, and you know, I, I, my hope is that uh, FAA makes it through, but he's playing Rublev in that first round, and that is not an easy person. Talk about a popcorn match, folks. Go watch that match. Yes. That, to me, is going to be a good match of two young, young guys, young right. guns. Um, but regardless of that, I think Dimitrov will win against them. Oh, yeah, and, and, and uh, uh, Young Chung is up in there. I didn't even realize that. Uh, and see, I like his game, too. And he's yeah. another one of the young he's team, but what, 21, 22? Yeah, he's, yeah. So he's on the comeback trail. But I, anyway, sorry, Bryce, to talk so much. But, yeah, I have team versus Dimitrov in that top semifinal. And I actually have Guy Monfils against Karen Hatchinoff in the bottom. Okay. What, what do you have? What do you, what you got? Well, I agree with you with team. I think home in Austria, he's going to absolutely make the semifinals. Yeah. Uh, I have him meeting Berrettini because I think Berrettini is going to put the smack down on Dimitrov. <laughs> 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 I think he's going to be like, thank goodness you were in my section of the draw. <laughs> okay, there you go. I, th- I think Dimitrov <laughs> may get fed in that match. So, anyway, I think team and Berrettini <laughs> in the semifinals. Okay. And then in the bottom, I'm with you. I think Mofis is going to be there. Mm-hmm. But I actually have Schwartzman. 
Okay. Oh, meeting Schwartzman. I kind of miss Schwartzman there, but yeah. Okay. Because I think for what you were saying about Berrettini, I think Hatchinoff. Oh, okay. Well, they we'll have a little bit too much. And pressure. I think that's a tough matchup for Hatchinoff. I agree. Because because you know? Diego's no joke. I mean, he gets right. a lot of balls back. He's fast as hell, and and yeah. So right. that's always a tough one. Yeah. So in the finals, mm-hmm. I actually have Berrettini upsetting team. Wow. Yeah. All right. Because I think Barry Teeny is going to show up for the occasion. I really mm. do. Okay. And I actually have Monfils taking out Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Well, we're close. I actually have... So I do have team making it to the final. I have Gael. I have a Gael upsetting Hatchinov to make oh. it to the finals. So I have team versus uh, Gael. And then I have in the finals, I have Monfils taking out Berrettini. Wow. I think he wants to put some extra stars in that gym's life. All right. I well, okay. I, well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Put more stars in their gym's life. I like that. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> well, Gael, I'm sorry, bro. I I actually have team going to take it this title because again, it's in Austria. I just think he's gonna show out right, in front of I his phone. But um, but yeah, I still feel like it will make for a very interesting setup then for Paris because if Gael can gain enough points, right. he can bring himself back into that discussion. Because mind you, he's like what thirteen, fourteen, right, on right, the list. right. He is a very outside shot. Yeah, so makes it interesting. All right. So then, yeah, and Basil, yes, or Basil, Basil, Basil. Okay, <laughs> I'm thinking about the spice. See, I'm right? still thinking about that Taco yeah, Bell. <laughs> I'm trying to get me some basil on my, on my tacos. You know, you need to eat before we make these damn recordings. Because <laughs> you are what? Hungry. hungry right. Right. Uh, so in Basel, <laughs> Switzerland, or better known as the, the Roger, Roger Federer, Federer Open. Exactly. Yeah. Come on now. Um, yeah, Roger's going to win this tournament for the umpteenth time. He, this um, will be double digits for him because he's won it nine times. Yep. And he's been a finalist five times. So he's got 14 on the trot. Yeah. I mean, come on now. That's like your backyard tournament. So right. It, it, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to take a mighty effort to derail Roger from winning this title. Yep. And who we, who he has in the tournament that he's going to walk over <laughs> is uh, Alexander Zarev. He needs to pay him back, but he's not going to get a chance I to know. because he went out to Taylor Fritz. I know. What's up with that? Yeah. But good on Taylor, though. I like when Taylor's getting him some wins because, you know, Taylor, he, I tell you what, he's somebody to be on the lookout for in 2020. He, right. I think he is bringing some strong game. All right. Yeah, I really do. I really do. Well, Zarev was the second seed. Uh, emphasis on was. Bye. And then <laughs> third seed, we have Cesar Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth is RBA. Yes. Fifth is Fonini. Yep. Sixth is Gofan. Mm-hmm. Um... Seventh is Varvinka, mm-hmm. and eighth is Pear. Who said goodbye? Yeah, who he's like, bye bye. <laughs> he's a holler. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like, bitch, get out. <laughs> so, who do you see? Who are the other three people? <laughs> yeah, that that besides see? Roger, right? <laughs> okay, I see Roger playing CC Paz. Right. And let let's be and let's 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 talk about this for a little minute because I don't know if we referenced this on the last episode or not, but CC Paz got a little got a little into himself talking about the big four, big three don't don't want to see him because mm-hmm. he's bringing some fire. Listen. 
<laughs> you know Roger Federer heard that quote, right, Cece Paz? He going he gonna to get up on you and he going to snatch you around a little bit. He going to be like, I got my Vaseline. I'm about to swing out on you. So, yes, I have Roger playing Cece Paz in the semis, and I have him taking him out. And then the bottom half, I actually have Gopon versus uh, Alex Dimonor. Oh, I think, I think I think RBA will end up. I think it's going to be Gofan against RBA, and I think Gofan's going to take RBA out. Really? Yep. I, I I'm beginning to feel like RBA is not going to hold that slot. Okay. Um, uh, not hold it, but he's not going to be in contention for that seven or eight. Right. Well, I have Roger and Cece Pass like you up top. Got it. I do have RBA oh, uh, okay. facing Dimonyar. Oh, well. There we go. So we have a slight difference right, there. Right, mm-hmm. And then I have Demonura playing Roger in the uh, final. Okay. I've got Roger and Gofon. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, I have Roger. And, and yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's the Roger Feather Open. So <laughs> right. Why, why would you pick somebody else? I mean, come on, people. Right. <laughs> yeah, he got to take this title. I, I just need him to get more titles than Jimmy Connors. He's, he's not, where is he at? 102? Is he at 102 now? He's, he definitely got 101. Yeah. So I, I don't know, know if he got 102 or not, but okay. Connors has 109. Yeah. And we need, I need for somebody to take that title from him. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's very doable. Because, I mean, if he can win this one, that puts him in either 102 or 103. And then, like I say, going into next year, and, I, and let me, no, let, let's, wait a minute, back it up. I still feel like Roger has a very good shot of winning the year in championships. If he goes mm-hmm. in there and clowns, right. he could get, because like we talked about in the previous uh, episode, Roger is incredible on indoor hard. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I really feel like he, he'll be able to do some damage. So, you know, hopefully he gets this, he gets a little confidence, and he can get up in either Paris and or, and both actually, the year-ending mm-hmm. championship tournament, and show out a little bit. Do you know if Nadal is playing Paris? I do not. I would expect that he would. Because, you know, he was taking a little time off. He got married and all right. that good stuff. So, Congratulations, Rafa. Yeah, congrats, Rafa. Good job, my man. Yeah, put a ring on it. Yeah, if you like it, put a ring on it. Guess he liked it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> so kudos on that. But yeah, I, I think... <laughs> but I think you might be playing. I think he'll play Perry. Because quietly, listen... Joe Novak is 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 playing, and, right. and he, so I feel like he's going to end up showing out in Paris. And if Nadal does it, and we already know Nadal is really it, indoor hard is not his favorite surface. He right. ain't never won the year in the championship tournament. Right. In fact, he didn't got dusted off a few times. Right. So I I feel like he kind of should play to to really try and hold on to that number one, but. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, All right. He might be like, shit, I got married. I ain't trying to play with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Holla. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. that, that gets us together for the men for this week. Yes. And Isaac, you want to talk about the year-ending consolation tournament? Yeah, pretty much. It's called the WTA Elite Trophy Zuha. <laughs> which I don't even know Good if I job. said that right. But, um, but yeah, basically what they do, folks, is they have a special tournament for the players that have ended the year in the spots 9 through 16, I believe it is. So is it 9, 16, or? They go to 20. Oh, they go to 20. It's 12, oh, yeah, that's it's, right, yeah. 8 spots. Or, wait a minute, no, it's 12, 12 spots. spots yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they take, the, they take that group, um, and basically they, they separate them out into four different groups. And then each group, um, they play one another in those groups, and the top four from each of, or the top player from each of those groups, then goes to the semifinals. And basically, it's just like a normal tournament at that point. They play the semis, 
whoever comes out of the semis will make the final. They play the final, and boom, they get the trophy. They get their coins. Right. So that's, in a nutshell, that's how that works, people. Uh, hey, and if you didn't catch that, go to WTA.com. <laughs> there you and go. You get Read WTA up on tour.com. it. I'm sorry. That's right. Then you can get yourself together. Read up on it, and you can get all the detail you want. But so, in those three groups, or yeah. four groups, mm-hmm. are, are pretty interesting. So... Um, I don't. Do they have names for the different groups? Because you know yep. how they name yeah, all the different ones. That was like flowers. Oh, okay. So what? What name? Orchid and azalea. Oh, azalea, camellia, camellia, orchid and rose. Okay. Anyway, azalea. You got Kiki Burton's down in Beckage and uh, Yastrzemska. That's a pretty interesting group. And then Camellia, you've got uh, Sonia Cannon, Ali Risk, two Americans in the same group. So that's kind of disappointing, but that will. And then Mukova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mukova. Orchid group is Madison Keys, uh, Martik, yeah. and uh, Zhang Sai Sai, who I, I just adore. I, I love Zhang Sai Sai. And then the Rose group, of course, is Sabalenka, Elise Mertens, and Sakari, which that's now that to me is the toughest of all four of the groups. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a major group. But yeah, basically the top, uh, top player out of each of those groups will make the semis. So Bryce, who exactly do you have coming out of each of those groups? Making it to the semifinals. Well, I have my four semifinalists as Kiki Burden, mm-hmm. uh, Zane Sai Sai, mm-hmm. Savalenka, mm-hmm. and Sonia Kenny. I'm people. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, Bryce states this every week. <laughs> we do not fill out our draws together. I'm trying to tell you, we do it separately. We ain't looking at each other, ain't looking over each other's shoulders, ain't cheating. <laughs> Bryce, I have the exact same four. Oh, wow. Exact same four. Well, it'll be interesting to see if we have the exact same advancing to the final. Okay. All right. So Who you got? I have Zhang Sai Sai oh. uh, against Sonia Kennan. Oh, well, wait a minute. I thought they would play one another, though. Because isn't it one and four versus two and three? Well, oh, it it might be. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then, oh, if I switch those. Uh So how would that switch up your prediction, right? Yeah. Okay, so then I would go Kennan against Burton's. Oh, okay. So I have Kennan versus Sabalenka. Yeah, I know you got that hankering for Sabalenka. I do. I, I like her. I do. And I have her actually taking the championship because she's fiery. And she got, uh, uh, what's your name behind her as a coach? The Russian. Um, What's his name? Oh, did, it begins with D- a D. Dmitry Tursunov? Dmitry Tursunov. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's her coach. So I think Ken, I'm, I'm, I've become a Kenan believer. I, 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 I can understand that completely. Yeah, I, I think she's going to just gut it out. Like, as she yeah. seems to do all the time. And I don't think from an ability level, there's any... Like, you know, if she was playing, like if she had to go through Kvitova mm-hmm. and go to Serena, mm-hmm. go through, but all of these ladies? <laughs> Sophia Kennedy, like, give me my trophy. I, I think if she plays Sonya, uh, she plays Sabalenka. Sabalenka might have something for her, though. All right. But, I, hey, I, that's what makes good tennis, right? And it does. It does. <laughs> So, let's go ahead and jump into our hot topic for the week. Yeah, man, let's do it. And, and you know, listeners, you heard us speak earlier about Andy Murray mm-hmm. um, winning his first tournament back after, mm-hmm. really, we were thinking his career was over. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, and it, I mean, he's gone about it in a very smart way. He came back, he started off playing, playing doubles. doubles. Mm-hmm. Now he was playing like smaller tournaments, and mm-hmm. he resisted the temptation to try to enter the U.S. Open main draw, even though he knew they would give him a wild card. Right. Um, I think he's been very smart about it. Mm-hmm. And what we want to ask. And we're going to put this question out on social media. So go out and give us your feedback yes. in terms of what you think. That's right. But do you think Andy Murray will have the ability next year to finish? We, we keep talking about the year in championships, right? Right. Do we think he has the ability to finish within the top eight in 2020 and to actually qualify for the year in championships? Isaac, what do you think? Brother, I'm trying to tell you that's a loaded question. And the reason I say that is because we've got so many new guys jumping on the scene. So you've got Pass in the mix. You've got, you know, Medvedev in the mix. You've got, you know, all these young guns that are finding their form and they're squeezing their way in. Plus, you got the folks that are holding their own spots, like right. your top three or your big three with Federer, Nadal, and, and Djokovic. Team is, is, is doing the damn thing. So he's, he's up in the mix. Uh, winning tournaments on all surfaces, so he's right. proving to be an all-court player. I, it, it is a big ask, but at the same time, I 100% believe that Andy Murray is going to carve his way back into the top eight and will finish in the top eight for next year. I really do. Because if he can be pain-free, the thing about Andy Murray, Andy, in my eyes, is such a smart he tennis is. player. He, really he is. is smart. And I mean, to me, even more so than than the the big three. I think he mm-hmm. just knows how to how to play and put people in difficult situations right. versus sticking to this is my A game. I'm gonna force it and make it work, right. which is how a lot of the other big three. I think Djokovic can adjust his style, but Federer and Nadal don't typically adjust their right. style. They like no bitch, you will adjust to me, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that works because they're right. great, they're great and they're the best in of all of the best, you right. know, greatest of all time, but. I think with Andy, the fact that he does have that that strong knowledge, uh-huh. he's going to be able to work a lot of these new guys, uh-huh. and they're not going to be able to handle it. And I think that it was going to take them a while to figure out how to play Andy and how to beat uh-huh. Andy. So I do believe 100% that he will make the top eight in 2020. What are you thinking? How are you thinking about Andy? Murray? Well, this was an easy question for me because yeah. I absolutely say yes because uh-huh. I know exactly where I look for him to fall, and that would be either seven or eight. Right. Uh, I don't. I didn't even go through the whole mental exercise of how he'll do against Djokovic <laughs> and Roger. And right. No, he's right. not gonna be in the top six. No. Right. No. Uh, but when I look at currently who's in the top seven or eight, when mm-hmm. you're talking about uh, Zara's and your RBAs and your mm-hmm. Berrettini, he can definitely pass him up. Absolutely. I'm not even worried about that. So, Absolutely. So the key for this question for me was top eight. Mm-hmm. If this question had even been top five, I'd be like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But top eight, I think he just sneaks in. Well, and quietly, though, I still feel like there's a couple of them that he's going to be able to scratch up on because mm-hmm. I don't th- I don't think that CeCe Paz, as well as Dominique Team, mm-hmm. I think if Murray has, an, has a great offseason, which I expect right. him to because I expect him to go and work out and just get himself really strong and, and really physically back right. to where he was, I, I would say I honestly would give him the edge. If you're talking about old school Andy in right. health versus CC Paz or team, I'd give him the edge two well, times out of three. Well, and the, the the one thing that I would say that makes me kind of 
uh, channel side a little bit mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. because of the injury we he's had. I don't know if he's going to be the Andy Murray pass that played a lot. Right. I think he's going to have to be like we've seen with Roger Roth and everybody else up there now. Yeah. He's going to have to be a little more strategic about what tournaments he plays. Absolutely. And when you talk about people like CC Passantini, mm-hmm. they're in the parts of their career where they're playing like almost every week. Mm-hmm. Right. So they may be able to get up on him based upon volume. Valid you know? point. Very Because if, if Andy doesn't do well in a couple of big events, you know, um, but we're talking about the specifics of the ranking system and right. how it works right now. Right. You know? right. Um, I just think just because they will play more, they will have more opportunities to maybe just edge it out. Yeah. You know? yeah. But in terms of playing wise, I totally agree with you. I, I, I thought the same thing even before you said it. Mm-hmm. You know, one of, you know, people used to say Andy's big strength was you know, how good of a counterpuncher he was. Mm-hmm. But it's really, I think, on how smart he is. It's how smart he is. He, and, and, and it isn't just counterpunching. I think sometimes it just looks like counterpunching. Mm-hmm. He actually has a strategy to what he's doing. Right. So, um, yeah, I I definitely see him in the top eight. Mm-hmm. And welcome him back. I've missed Andy Murray. Ooh, absolutely, man. Andy's my dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, look. We did not want to end this episode without acknowledging that we hit one of our first milestones. Uh, we this is our twentieth episode, two zero that we have recorded, mm-hmm. and uh, I know it's a small milestone. But thinking back in May, we hadn't even recorded one. Right? Yeah. So who knew? And actually, <laughs> yeah. It, wow. 20 episodes and it's still October, so we've we've kind of done a little shit. We done put in some work. We have, yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, we want to continue to encourage listeners to, you know, if you're liking what you're hearing, you know, share it with your fellow tennis friends and your tennis buddies, and and maybe they can get a little entertainment out of it as well. That's right. That's right. We have fun here. We want you all having fun as well. And again, all about tennis, folks. All about tennis. So, with that, we're going to sign off for the week. Everyone have a safe one. This is your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Good night.